Welcome to the Hunger Walkathon West Crop Walk Hunger Talks. I'm your host, Marty Calchimera, and we're here today with John Scoban of Church World Service. Thank you for joining us, John. Happy to be here. Thank you. So, John, perhaps you can give people an idea of your position at at uh, Church World Service. And sure, uh, yeah, I'm the National Community Engagement Manager, and uh, we have three teams of staff throughout the country who are uh, liaisons to local walks, and so I also serve as um, the local liaison to Hunger Walk on West. Great, thank you. And so, if you don't mind giving everyone an overview of Church World Service and how the Hunger Walk started. Yeah, so uh, Church World Service um, is celebrating 75 years this year, um, and it really started after World War II in uh, Reconstruction in in, uh, Eastern Europe. Um, And uh, so the Crop Hunger Walks uh, really came about as uh, the funding arm for Church World Service. And so 51 years ago, the first crop hunger walks happened in Bismarck, North Dakota, and York, Pennsylvania. And uh, the the, uh, crop walk in Bismarck started when a group of uh, Luther League um, high school students had a a convention and they wanted to do something that would mean something. And they decided to um, host a a walk. And uh, the, the first walk was like uh, 10 or 15 miles. And uh, they raised uh, a lot of money back then. Um, And that was really the first um, hunger walk or walk of its kind uh, in the country. And so now there are walks of all all sorts. And most of those came from the crop hunger walk model uh, 51 years ago. How many walks are there now in the United States? Well, it varies year to year, um, and so this year was between five and six hundred. Uh, because of the pandemic, um, it, it dropped a little bit, but we're hoping uh, to be back up um, between seven and eight hundred next year or the year after. Thank you. And from your experience with hunger walks, what are the challenges presented to them now during the pandemic environment we're all living in? Yeah, you know. Um, Crop Hunger Walks really um, are a community event, and it is coming together of um, people from many different organizations and, and churches to um, gather and raise money and then walk in solidarity. Uh, so the challenges were that we could not gather to plan the event, and we could not gather um, to walk in a large group. Um, part of um, I think the, the draw of a crop hunger walk is its ecumenical nature, uh, many different um, denominations coming together and, uh, and walking for a common cause. And uh, we just were not able to do that this last year. And so because of that, um, there were a lot of Zoom meetings, a lot of uh, virtual plannings, and then um, groups just were encouraged to walk on their own and raise money on their own. Uh, and so individual walks had to really find ways to build that same community on their own. One of the things that amazed me being part of the Hunger Walkathon West Crop Walk team is that last year we raised $100,000, the largest amount we've ever raised. And it's just stunning that people came together to help in this, uh, as I described in the last part the uh, last podcast, the tsunami 
of need for food in the United States. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, to, for Hunger Walkathon West to have about a 30% increase from year to year is just, it is unreal and just outstanding. Um, I think also it really shows uh, the generosity of people who uh, saw a need and really felt like they needed to do something. And so uh, because Hunger Walkathon West raised $100,000, they were actually the number five walk in the country out of um, between five and 600 crop hunger walks. Um, and uh, that, that really is something to be proud of, both uh, uh, for the walk uh, planning committee, but also as those communities that come together each year to do this. I agree. That's what's so heartwarming is the way people stepped up and, and contributed last year. And we're hoping again this year because we're doing it virtually again. So the other question I had for you, John, is Church World Service does a lot of work internationally as well. And how has the pandemic affected that, uh, the work that you do overseas? Yeah, well, you know, we have um, international staff. And so the, the pandemic has uh, certainly affected the way that, that we all do our work. Um, what it has done um, as well as provide some new opportunities. So we are being able to provide um, financial assistance um, to uh, places like Mexico and Haiti and Kenya, uh, but also provide masks and other um, sort of health-related um, items that we have not done in the past. And so uh, we've been able to kind of change a little bit and, um, and really continue to provide for the people um, for their needs uh, in the time of, uh, of a pandemic. Um, we, we are working in 30 countries around the world and um, we continue both here in the United States and around the world to provide um, those, you know, those items, uh, some hygiene items and things like that too, to help keep people healthy and safe. And in the past, uh, many of the local walks actually assembled hygiene kits and uh, and in order to be able to help church world service in using these items as became necessary. And I know recently in uh, Texas, where they had the big uh, outages, were you able to send assistance to the people of Texas? We did, yes. We have both uh, cleanup buckets and hygiene kits that were sent to Texas uh, by the thousands. Uh, our cleanup buckets are just really basic um, items to help people uh, kind of in the midst of a disaster, uh, some bleach and rags and face masks, um, some rubber gloves, things like that to, to really help people begin the process of cleanup. And then the hygiene kits have soap and washcloth and toothbrush, toothpaste, things like that. And so again, just really basic items that people need immediately when a disaster hits. Um, so recently um, with the weather that, um, that Texas had and then also uh, hurricanes during hurricane season, we've provided those both of those uh, buckets and kits to uh, Texas and other Gulf states. Thank you, John. I'm really happy that you're telling this because I think people uh, see us locally walking to raise money to help the hungry here in our community. 
And I just wanted to uh, thank you for sharing what Church World Service does in a global sense. And the fact that we're raising money and helping around the world, I think, is very rewarding as well. Absolutely. So do you have any outlooks for uh, when the pandemic is over? <laughs> you know, I think... Um probably the biggest thing that people are looking forward to is just gathering together again. Uh, and whether that's just a planning team to plan the walk or to actually walk, um, I think just people want to be in uh, in the presence of other people. Uh, and that's always been really a strength of the Crop Hunger Walk is uh, bringing people together for a common good. Um, and so that's really what I think a lot of people are looking, looking towards. Um, this spring, our walks will uh, I think almost all be virtual again uh, until we get, um, you know, word from the CDC and local and state officials. Uh, but many walks uh, for the fall are hoping to walk as a group or at least a hybrid model where they, they uh, might be together, but just not in a very large group on a walk day. Yeah, I mean, we're planning again a virtual walk and we're encouraging uh, our team captains at the various uh, faith-based uh, churches to get a few people to walk maybe around their community. Normally we would meet at a central location and be able to show three, four, 500 people walking all together in solidarity. This year we're asking right, them right. to, you know, walk locally in their community six feet apart, but, but still show uh, their commitment to ending hunger one step at a time, which is exactly. our mantra. Right. So, <laughs> yep. All right. I want to thank you, John, for joining us today and uh, look forward to having people hear more about the work that Church World Service does and the crop walks in general. So thank you. Marty. You're welcome. Have a great day. And for those listening, uh, we'll be back soon with more information about the Crop Hunger Walk, which is Sunday, May 2nd. And uh, have a great day. <laughs>